Aloha and welcome to a Medicare Moment with Martha. What do Tom Hanks, Kenny G, Larry Bird, and Gina Davis have in common? They are all turning 65 this year, joining other celebrities who have hit that milestone. They have money, fortune, and fame, but may not qualify for Medicare. To qualify based on age, you must be 65, have worked for 10 years, and contributed to Social Security. You don't qualify on earnings alone or because you won an Emmy or an Academy Award. Medicare is a valuable benefit that provides health care coverage once you qualify. Health care costs can drain resources quickly if you don't have health insurance. The right Medicare plan can save you money, so you must choose wisely. So whether it's you, auntie, uncle, mom or dad, tune in as we examine the world of Medicare. I want to welcome you back to a Medicare Moment with Martha. I'm your host, Martha Klopin, and so delighted to be back with you this week. I want to thank everyone who sent a text message, sent an email, and in many ways, let me know that you enjoy listening to the show. I do have one person that I've done some research for, and I am ready with the response, but certainly I have to uh, give her a phone call so I can let her know what I came up with. And I came up with some pretty, um, uh, a pretty interesting solution for her particular situation. So as usual, I'm really overjoyed by that. I, I tell people all the time when they call that it just makes me so happy when I have a new problem that maybe I've never encountered before that I can help them with. <laughs> and uh, I, they're really not bothering me. So I'm so happy when uh, people do call and I'm able to uh, sort some things out, even if I have to tell the person that what they've been told is correct and that is the way a particular program works. I just like for people to know that there's somebody that they can talk to about this Medicare journey because that's exactly what it is. It is a journey. And what can happen sometimes is some of the people that you've come to rely on, maybe they are not very well versed in Medicare and they may give you information that is not specific <clears throat> to your situation. So it's always important to make sure you're getting accurate information. Now, this week's show, I wanted to talk about a very common, common uh, Medicare rule that people get confused. Uh, th this is when a person is turning 65 and they do not know what to do, how to do it, what affect, what, what rules pertain to them. Some people at that beautiful age of 65 are still working and some people at the age of 65 have already retired. So there may be different rules that apply if you're still working versus if you're not working. And there are rules that may apply if you have retiree insurance available to you. And there may be different rules if you do not have retiree insurance available to you. So that's why we talk every week. So we can go through this information, sort of unpack what we need to unpack and figure out what you need to do or where you need to go. What resource do you need to talk to? Uh, to figure out what you need to do. Because sometimes it's as simple as knowing who to call and what to say. So I love focusing people on the right uh, area to call and exactly what should your script be? What, what should you say? Because a lot of times some of the people that you talk to 
on the phone, they're working from home, they're overwhelmed. So even though sometimes we want to spend a lot of time uh, giving them information that is not necessary for what you need them to do for you, uh, it would be easier for the folks that you talk to on the phone if you're just able to uh, tell them exactly what you need. And sometimes you're not sure what you need. <laughs> but this week, I wanted to start off by first reading a testimonial uh, from someone. He wanted me to feel free to publicly share this. And I'm reading this because actually someone he referred to me uh, has called me and said, hey, my friend said you really helped him out. What did you do for him? Because he just seems so jazzed about uh, working with you and wanting me to uh, talk to you about my issues. So I'm going to read to you what he said. So he says, to whom it may concern. I am over 65 years old and was covered under my spouse's employer health plan. My wife was furloughed due to COVID-19 restrictions and we were offered COBRA coverage. After a few months, my wife decided to fully retire and care for her elderly mother. Her union explained that I would need to acquire Medicare Part B to continue coverage under her health plan. The union completed the paperwork for me and even sent it over to Social Security. A few weeks later, I received a letter from Social Security saying they would not enroll me in Part B outside of what was called the general enrollment period. This would leave me without medical coverage for more than a year until July of 2022 after an application that I had to submit between January 2022 and March 2022 to get that coverage. This was, of course, a frightening prospect for an older person to contemplate. The human representatives had no advice for obtaining in any coverage until Plan B was acquired. So I contacted Social Security by phone, but they simply said this, the rules in place require me to wait a year. Confiding in friends for any advice about my sudden adverse situation, one mentioned Martha Clopin and her website. Desperately seeking advice, I sent an email and was happily surprised to get a response. In speaking to Martha on the phone, I felt great relief to know that she understood my situation and had dealt with others like me before. I provided Martha with the letter from Social Security and I completed some new Medicare forms. She immediately found issues with the forms and petitioned the union office to update with the correct information. They agreed as Martha documented the reasons she was requesting they make the changes. With the forms now updated, Martha explained that I would be eligible for what is called a special enrollment period and provided the information I could use to fax everything to my local Social Security office. This time, my application was accepted for Medicare Part B and I could secure coverage under my wife's retiree plan. Without Martha's guidance and efforts, I would have been without medical coverage for over a year. Since I qualify for coverage under my wife's plan, Martha does not get anything, no payment for the help that she provided to me and others in my situation. The assistance Martha provides without remuneration saves people's lives, money, and sanity. At least that's what it did for me. <laughs> she should be sponsored by a government entity, business un union, 
or nonprofit or someone, some entity that truly cares for people. When I felt there was nowhere to turn for help, Martha came through for me, as I know she has for many others. If there are questions or anyone wants to learn more about Martha's generous assistance to Medicare beneficiaries and their families, they are welcome to call me. And his name is James. And if you want his contact information, I would be more than happy to provide it to you. But I wanted to read that because I do feel it expresses, you know, um, how I help people, even when there's absolutely no payment for me, no incentive. I do it because it's truly my calling and I want to help people. So sometimes it takes me a little while to figure out your situation and exactly what is needed. But that is truly my goal. And anyone who reaches out, I help them exactly the way that I help James. So for folks out there who are uncertain of what to do when they're turning 65 or they're older and they never picked up their Medicare and it's time to slowly start that Medicare journey or you might need to very quickly uh, jump onto this Medicare journey, I'm your gal, happy to assist you. So we're gonna take a break and when we come back, we're going to delve into that mystery of whether you need to pick up Medicare Part B or not when you turn age 65. We'll be back in a moment. Which do you think is riskier for your pet? Scoop. Welcome back to a Medicare moment with Martha. We're talking about Medicare decisions for someone nearing age 65 or if you were already there, this information might be helpful to you as well. Well, one of the first things you need to do when you reach this very, very beautiful age of 65 or you're getting really close is you really need to understand the basics of Medicare. There is a fact sheet offered by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid. And if you reach out to me, just text me at 808-230-3379. Just send me a text, 808-230-3379. Send your email and I can send you a soft copy of this document I'm reading from, or I can just send it to your text message and hopefully you can open the link. But when you are nearing the age of 65, if you are no longer working and you're not covered by a spouse's employer plan, you may need to make sure you pick up this Medicare insurance Part A and Part B. Now, what makes this a little bit challenging for people is because once upon a time, people used to elect to take their monthly cash social security benefits before age 65. And if you did that, you would automatically receive this Medicare, original Medicare is what we call it, Part A and Part B health insurance card about three months before your 65th birthday. However, a lot of people do not pick up the social security uh, payments early. I, I used to have some statistics on this, but I don't have them in front of me now, so I'm not going to make a guess. But what I can say is there's a lot more people who are working beyond the age of 65, and because they're earning that income from a job, they don't want to pick up those social security benefits and get taxed on them. And more importantly, there, there are new rules related to 
full retirement age. So some people, their full retirement age is 66 and two months. Some are 66 and four months. People who are born in 1957, your full retirement age is 66 and six months. <laughs> and it can go all the way up to the age of 67. So when you find yourself at the age of 65, but you are too early uh, for full retirement age and you don't want to pick up your social security if you need to pick up your medicare insurance you will actually need to be proactive which means you will need to contact social security administration why social security <laughs> because social security is the federal agency that handles eligibility and enrollment into your medicare part A and B. So it's called Medicare, but it's actually Social Security that takes care of letting you know if you're eligible and also enrolling you. So the very first thing you want to do if you're uncertain is you want to reach out to your local Social Security office. If you cannot find the phone number for your local office, you can reach out to the National Social Security Center that number is 1-800-772-1213. I'll repeat it, 1-800-772-1213. And what they can do is they can answer questions to help you determine, number one, if you're eligible, and number two, they can set up a telephone appointment to get you enrolled. Right now, the Social Security offices have been closed since March of 2020. I understand, you know, you folks who listen to me know I read a lot. <laughs> so I understand they are thinking about reopening at the end of March. But at this moment, it's still undecided. So you definitely want to get a hold of Social Security a few months before that 65th birthday so you can get the ball rolling. I tell folks three months before 65th birthday is a good time uh, for you to start finding out what Social Security Administration can share with you so you have enough time to get forms and uh, different things you might need. Sometimes Social Security might require a birth certificate. I had a gentleman once and he was, you know, had done everything he was supposed to do, but Social Security wanted a birth certificate and he was no longer living in the state where he was born. So he had to, he, he actually just gave up trying to get through because we're in pandemic time still. Some of the offices are not fully staffed and he kept getting voicemail or long hold times, he just gave up. So I was able to help him find a way to actually retrieve his birth certificate by this legitimate online portal. <laughs> And he was able to get that uh, birth certificate in about two or three weeks. And he sent it over to Social Security and it was all handled. And he was able to get his Medicare Part A and B. He was just so happy. I think we did our happy dance together. But it's so important to understand the reason you want to start early is because what if there's a requirement to provide additional information and it will take you a little bit of time uh, to get that information together. So always a good idea to start the process three months before your 65th birthday. Now, if you're still working, you also want to talk to your human resources department because you may be able to delay enrollment 
in your Medicare if you work for a company with 20 or more employees and your human resources department <laughs> confirms that and you call Social Security to confirm that. So in some cases, people decide to delay picking up their Medicare. Why? Because they either have employer coverage under their own work that is primary to Medicare and active, or they are have coverage through a spouse who is working for a company with the right size uh, employees and, and their employer coverage is primary uh, to Medicare. So in that case, you may be able to delay, but everybody's situation is so different. There are no hard and fast rules or rule of thumb. Each person has to explore this process individually. Your situation will not be the same as your spouse. It may not be the same as your sibling, may not be the same as what your parents were. So, or your cousins or, or somebody you graduated from high school with. <laughs> so those are the people that sometimes people tell me, oh, I was talking to my classmate. Well, your classmate may have had a totally different uh, journey. So they may have benefits available to them as a retiree that you don't have. So you want to talk to your human resources department if you're still working, and you definitely want to give Social Security a call. So when we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit more about the process of obtaining Medicare Part B at the age of 65. We'll be back in a moment. The Department of Health and Human Services and the National Heart, Lung and Blood Institute. I'd like to welcome you back to a Medicare Moment with Martha. I'm your host, Martha Klopin, and I'm so delighted to be with you once again. And as always, I want to thank you so much for calling, texting, emailing. You have no idea. You truly make my day. And I never know if anyone is listening at all, but I do get the most wonderful text messages, letters, and and, and, and calls from people who, who tell me they are listening and, and they're so happy that I seem to get so much joy talking about Medicare. So this week we're talking about Medicare decisions for someone nearing age 65. So I mentioned earlier, you should definitely start that process at least three months before you turn 65 in case you find out that the Social Security Administration may need some information that you have to track down from another source. Uh, also, you want to get familiar with Medicare and its parts. There is a Part A, which takes care of hospital and hospital-related benefits. There is a Part B, as in boy, that takes care of medical services like doctor visits, lab work, uh, blood draws, things like that. Uh, there's also Part D, as in drugs, that handles the medications that you pick up from the drugstore. So I tell folks what you were accustomed to when you were under the employer plan, it will look a little bit different, or I should say a lot different when you move over to Medicare. So the sooner you start learning, the better. The next thing you need to do is determine your initial enrollment period. Again, some people may be able to delay when they turn 65, but that is not a decision that you should make 
uh, sitting at home one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> trying to go through that big hundred page Medicare and you book, I, I definitely encourage you to reach out to a live person uh, by contacting Social Security. And also, if you're working, talk to your human resources department. So you want to start with Social Security. Medicare can come later once you have it, but start with the folks who have all of your records. Contact Social Security Administration at 1-800-772-1213 if you do not have the number for your local office. Um, the next step, and I'm reading from this beautiful little fact sheet that Medicare has provided. Decide whether to enroll in Medicare Part A and B when you turn 65. Some people choose the Part A because there's no uh, premium if you meet all the requirements and have enough credits, but there is a monthly premium for Part B. So if it turns out that you really did not need to pick up that Part B, well, you don't want to pick it up and pay if you don't need to. So that was the, the caller this week who just sent me a lovely text. It turns out that his best buddy told him, hey, you need to sign up for Part B. You don't want to get any penalties. But it turns out with a little exploration, this gentleman learned that he was covered under his wife's plan that would pay primary to Medicare. So the choice is up to him whether he wants to keep that Medicare or he wants to disenroll. I sort of said, hey, you know, um, if you your, your wife might possibly be retiring in the next few months, since you already enrolled in Part B, you've already made your first payment for Part B, you might wanna hold on to it rather than disenroll and then go through a whole process of enrolling again in a few months. So I, I don't know what his decision is, but I did tell him, um, please contact Social Security and talk to them about it. It's very important that you don't make quick decisions when it comes to your transition to Medicare. Then find out if you need to contact Social Security to sign up or opt out. That's what they call it in Medicare jar jargon, opting out, because you can actually uh, complete an online application for your Medicare insurance. If you do not have a Medicare Part A or B, you can go to ssa.gov, that's samsamapple.gov, uh, and, and look at the instructions and the process for filling out an online application. If you're able to do that, then you successfully, <laughs> then you will get that Medicare card uh, mailed to you, uh, uh, you know, um, a few months before that 65th birthday, depending upon when you do it, and then you'll be all set. If you're not comfortable enrolling online, again, you want to get a hold of Social Security, they will schedule an appointment with you, they will call you and take your application by phone, and that will get you enrolled. Also, the next step is decide whether to enroll in a Medicare prescription drug plan. So Medicare Part A and B does not cover medications you pick up from the pharmacy. Okay, I'll say that again. <laughs> it does not cover medications that you pick up from the pharmacy. So doctor writes a prescription or calls it in to the pharmacy. You will need Medicare prescription drug plan, PDP plan, and that may be something you need to pick up to go along with your Medicare Part A and B. 
Sometimes people pick up these Medicare Advantage plans and they will include the Medicare Part D. So it's just important to know that Medicare is not complete unless you have uh, the coverage that includes your prescription drugs for medications you pick up from the pharmacy. Okay, now you've decided to do all of that and you want to start checking out some of the private insurance companies and what they offer. You also want to look at plans called Medigap plans to see if that works for you. Um, you cannot have both a Medicare Advantage plan and a supplement plan, so that is a choice that you'll have to make. But the first thing you did was you decided whether you needed to pick up Medicare Part A and B, and then once you do that, then you go ahead and take care of enrollment with the Social Security Administration, or if you brave, have a lot of cover coverage, you can go ahead and do your online application. Sometimes people call me, they're at their computer, and you know, we just sit there for about 10, 15 minutes and laugh and walk through it. Um, so you're welcome to call me to do that. But once you know that you've uh, successfully applied and you have your Medicare Part A, your Medicare Part B, and your Medicare identification number, then you can start to, you know, just pursue uh, information to help you decide what plans you would like to select. So once again, um, I want to thank you so much for listening today. I thank you so much for your calls, your text messages, and your emails. If you want additional information, remember the number for Social Security Administration is one 800 772 one two one three that's the national number best if you can find a number to your local office you can also reach out to me with a social a, a zip code and i can find that local number for you so don't be afraid to reach out to me but until next week as always i wish you peace in your heart peace in your mind and peace in your life i'll be back with you next week stay safe Thanks for listening to a Medicare Moment today with Martha. We hope that today's program has been helpful for you. For more information, please call us at 808-230-3379. That's 808-230-3379. Or email us at getmartha at AOL.com.